This Week in Tech. Now's your chance to get caught up on all that's happening in the technology around Akron and the rest of the world. Now, here's Gene Destro. This week, new trends in automotive technology, kids learning to code before they even start school, how ultra-high-speed municipal broadband is helping to spur economic development in one local community, and high-tech diapers that send a signal to something other than your nose when they're full. All this and more coming up. We're starting out today with a few stories about some new automotive technology. CBS's Jeff Gilbert tells us there's a new gadget that can help you stop fiddling with your sun visor and squinting into the sun while you're driving. Auto supplier Bosch has come up with something they call virtual visor. Virtual visor replaces the traditional sun visor with a transparent liquid crystal display and a driver monitoring camera, and it only blocks the part of the visor where the sun would be hitting your eyes. Bosch engineer Jason Zink says that protects you against a visibility issue that causes a lot of crashes every year. It increases the visibility through the visor about 90%, uh, while still protecting you from the sun. Bosch is still perfecting virtual visor, but it could be on a production vehicle sometime in the next few years. Next, Jeff has a story for us about how car companies are connecting with consumers in a brand new way. Forget about old media and new media, says GM's new chief marketing officer, Deborah Wall, and focus on your potential buyer. Now we're following you, Jeff Gilbert, and we know where you are, and we're going after following you instead of looking at every different channel and thinking about different allocations per channel. But what if I don't want to be followed? All of this will only be done with permission. That's our number one is our, the safety of our customers in every realm and how they feel. Wall says specifically targeting a customer cuts waste, and it actually helps would-be customers learn about products that could interest them. With the Core Chronicles, I'm Jeff Gilbert, CBS News. Now, as Brian Cooley tells us, sound is being used in a whole new way to help you manipulate the controls inside your car. Haptic gesture is controlling some of a car's functions using gestures, which isn't entirely new, but also with haptic feedback. The feeling of vibrations, pulses, or bumps like you might experience on a game controller. The tricky part is that this is with gesture control, so your hand isn't touching anything. So how do you get the touch feedback? Ultraleap is doing that via ultrasonic sound waves that give your hand the sensation of haptics. For example, if you're changing a car's radio volume with a gesture, the invisible haptics let you feel the volume steps as you do so. The idea behind all this is to let you do things with gesture without having to look at a screen to confirm it's working. I tried it recently at CES, and it holds promise with more development. The haptic feedback part doesn't make me skeptical, but the current state-of-the-art of of gesture control does. High-tech cars and modern driving at CoolionCars.com. When it comes to business, robots are the future, right? Well, it all depends on what they do. Jeff Colvin tells us where investors are putting their money right now. Robots that make pizzas and cappuccinos are having a tough new year. In recent weeks, two high-profile robotic startups specializing in food preparation have significantly slashed costs. An automated coffee shop business called Cafe X shut down three San Francisco stores, laid off some staff, and is now focusing on robotic cafes in airports. Meanwhile, Zoom shut down its automated pizza-making business 
business, fired nearly 400 employees, and is pivoting from pizza-making robots to creating sustainable packaging for food. Yet robotics experts say these events don't mean dark days ahead for robots, but it's the more boring uses of robots in industrial or warehouse settings that are on the rise. These kinds of robots can follow warehouse workers, helping them save time zigzagging around buildings, retrieving and restocking inventory, for example. Nonetheless, some venture capitalists like funding more media-friendly robotic startups that they believe will generate news buzz, which they use to lift the valuation of the companies. Indeed, Zoom was valued at nearly $2 billion just two months ago. That strategy is generally ill-suited to robotics because it takes a long time to develop robots and a business model to go with them. Robots that make pizza or brew espresso may yet succeed, but their backers had better learn to be patient. Inside Business, I'm Jeff Colvin for CBS News. While many American kids struggle to get even basic reading skills before they start elementary school, that's not how it is, at least for some students in China, including one very tech-savvy little boy. The idea is fueled by parents who believe getting an early start will give them a leg up on the competition later in life. An eight-year-old boy in Shanghai has taken to the skill so well, he now teaches it to other students. His online channel has nearly 60,000 followers and has been viewed more than a million times. He says his students are a bit older than him, but teaching helps him improve his skills. He says it was his father who started helping him learn to code when he was only four. A year later, the two were writing their own code and playing advanced games together. Parents say these skills are necessary for their children in a government that has been making huge investments in robotics and artificial intelligence. And parents are preparing their children to be part of that brave new high-tech world. Brian Banmiller, CBS News. Closer to home, we caught up with Fairlawn Mayor Bill Roth recently and got an update on the city's ultra-high-speed municipal broadband service, Fairlawn Gig. The city invested $10 million to build the network a few years ago, and it's definitely paying off. We actually, in December of uh, 2019, we passed over $185,000 a month, so that means our revenues are over $2 million. We did not believe that, that we'd hit that revenue mark for several more years, so we're way ahead of the curve. In Fairlawn itself, in the Jed districts, we have about a 50% take rate between businesses and residents, which is amazing, you know, for market saturation. We've been working with the city of Akron. We already serve the uh, Bounce business uh, incubator, which is in downtown Akron. That's for new business startups that are high tech. Uh, We serve the health departments a couple blocks from here. We serve some downtown areas. And we're working with uh, Akron right now to light up all the community centers in Akron. So the the idea is that... uh, our philosophy is Northeast Ohio, we want to make sure it's a very attractive place to live, you know, that we are up with the technology. You, you talk about this technological divide, they talk about the East Coast and the West Coast. What we're doing here can match what they're doing. And um, to give you an example, we've actually had, it's PC Magazine, uh, which is a national magazine, and they on their own came out and ranked Fairlawn Gig as the 10th fastest internet speed in the entire nation, which is amazing when you think of it. We also had Broadband Network magazine. It was hired by the federal government to do a nationwide study on the feasibility of internet networks, how they be built. And in their report, they have a quote, 
all municipal networks should imitate the Fairlawn Gig Network for success. And so we didn't look for them. They found us. We're very proud of it. Our residents can now get a 10 gigabit service if they want it. We offer one, obviously, but they can get the 10. Businesses, we can get up to 100. And we asked him what effect, if any, Fairlawn Gig is having on business development and the local economy. The Northeast Ohio Realtors Association, they attribute part of our gains in the last three years is because the gig's available. In fact, most houses in open house, you see a little sign, yes, the gig's available here. It's bringing new businesses. We have a company called Trusted Sec, and this is basically a high-speed internet firm, and the best way to describe them, they're professional hackers. You hire them to try to hack into your system, and then they come out and show you the vulnerabilities you have in your system and how you can fix and repair it and prevent you know, uh, any type of uh, trouble like that. Um, they actually serve – a numerous amount of the Fortune 500 companies, they came to Fairlawn because of the, the Fairlawn gig can serve their needs. We have some other internet security companies that really don't want to be named. They've moved into Fairlawn. One actually came in from Boston, and they've located here because of the services we can offer. That's and good. we've recently had uh, Cedarwood, which is a, uh, it was a construction company. They've moved their headquarters into Fairlawn, and one of the reasons they did is because of Fairlawn gig. So... The return on investment is businesses coming in. It's also keeping businesses. And the second part we talked about is like the quality of life and the real estate. And we also just added our second data center. So we have a backup data center in case the original one goes down. And we can offer co-location for companies that can actually have their data center in our data center. In a world where there are smartphones, smart homes, and even smart toasters, now there's even such a thing as smart diapers. Jim Shenevy has the story. Actually, the device from Miami-based Smarty is not a diaper at all, but a small white disc that can be attached to any disposable diaper to relay critical information to the parent or caregiver. A sensor can detect when the diaper's been soiled, as well as monitor body temperature and even detect abnormalities in urine composition that could indicate a health condition. The Smarty is not just for babies, but also adults. It can monitor up to 12 diapers at the same time, helping to prevent issues related to incontinence and even alerting caregivers as to when a patient was last moved to prevent bed sores. Smarty uses Bluetooth technology to relay its data to computer, tablet, or smartphone. Jim Shenevy, CBS News. And that's it for now. See you next week. That was This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Tune in next week for more tech news and find more online at WAKR.net.